Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody, and happy Friday. Welcome to the Early Edge. It is going to be a great show and really a great weekend. We've got so much programming for you on this channel, Sportsline, and on the Early Edge specifically. Thanks for being in the chat. Thanks for already hitting the like button. I see you, Mark. I see you, Bradley Jacobs, Luna Chris. Uh, Mark, I hope Emma is doing all right, and I hope you're sleeping okay. And you might be sleeping okay because... We had a nice day yesterday. Let's take a look at the recap screen. Certainly wasn't perfect, but four out of six, we'll pretty much take that every time. Loving the site plays. I mean, honestly, ever since we put these site plays on here, dating back two, three weeks ago, they've really been hitting at a pretty good rate. And I really liked that Illinois play, minus two and a half. Marching into Michigan after Michigan had a nice win against Ohio State. Uh, That was just a perfect setup for Illinois to crush, which they absolutely did. Speaking of crushing, Today, 4 o'clock. You know the drill. When it comes to Fridays at 4 o'clock, we have our divisional player props with, of course, EC, Proppy, and Dave Richard. Again, that's at 4 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. You're going to be watching that live. You want to get these lines when they come out, when they're discussed. Clearly on Sportsline, those lines will be out there as well. But the early edge uh, in terms of the player props show, you do not want to miss that show. I promise you that. All right. Well, we got a show to do right now, and I got to bring in the stars of the show. So let's do that right now for... Big Pick Energy Friday. Oh, let's go! Yeah! Here we go. We got some shadow boxing. We got some Chip Patterson. We got Mike, you know, just drinking out of his mug because that's what Mike does. But Chip, I got to say, I think, was it last Friday you were in here? And I'm trying to remember, but it was either last Friday or the Friday before you were at the Sugar Bowl. And man, we really missed you. So let's get our chip me up out of the way right off the bat. How are you, sir? Good morning, see you. Good morning, Buck is good. Morning, Danny. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Jake. Good morning, Early Edge fam. Yeah, it was a couple Fridays ago because last Friday I was on here with a daggum winner in college hoops telling you about them overs when they play in Carver Hawkeye Arena for the Iowa home games. So yeah, maybe a couple weeks ago you missed that battery in your back, but baby, I am back. So we got more college hoops for you. Fired up to break it down. Anytime I hear daggum, I'm just so uh, elated. Uh, Buckets, how you doing this morning? See, I am alive, and that's all that matters. We got half a foot of snow here. It is negative 10 degrees outside, and my heat broke as of 2 a.m. this morning, so I am bundled up. But luckily, I have Chip here to warm me up with that wonderful good morning, and BPE is just what the doctor ordered. 
Oh my gosh. Are you wearing mittens or gloves? I want it to be mittens so bad. Oh darn, it's gloves. All right. Gloves, speaking of gloves, Danny, uh, you and you and Buckets are going to go on the sideline for a few minutes, but I got to ask you, speaking of gloves, because uh, in the UFC, they don't really wear gloves, but do, you have some UFC picks for today's show, correct? Yes, I do. See, we got a huge UFC 297 card coming out of Toronto. Maybe Buckets can get some shadow boxing going. That should keep him warm. He's got the mittens on already. So Buckets, just take a page out of my book. And shadow box until we get those UFC 297 picks. Stay warm, my buddy. And real quick, the showdown that Buckets challenged you to, that's for that's for Saturday night's card, correct? This weekend. That's right. That one's on the prelims. Charles Jordan versus Sean Woodson. And Buckets was bold, took the two-to-one underdog almost. I've got the two-to-one favorite, I should say. So that's a fight to watch out for in the prelims. I'll be talking main event a little later on. All right, we'll be talking all of our official bets later on. We're going to be talking some NBA and college basketball right now in our marquee matchup section. So we kick Buckets and Danny Brasco over to the chat. They'll be back with us in just a few minutes. Uh, listen, let's talk NBA. Mike McClure, let's start with you. We got the Sixers minus five and a half at the Magic, the 223 and a half point total. This line certainly indicates that the Sixers probably at relative full health and bead playing. Uh, that's what I gather from this line. Uh, what do you like in this matchup, if anything? Yeah, if anything, it would be the Sixers side. You know, the Magic have been such a strong team this season against the spread, but they are not at full health right now. And when they're not at full health and Embiid is back, uh, I, I'm going to be on the Sixers side, if anything. I don't think there's a lot of room left on it. I make the number six, which is still a pretty big number uh, as a road favorite here, uh, but certainly not looking to bet against Philly in this matchup here. I think it's one that they can handle, so not something that I love overall. Quickly going to glance uh, at my number on the total, I don't. I have just the slightest of leans to the under. Magic play a little slow. It's at two twenty-two and a half, two twenty-three and a half. I make the number two twenty-one. Uh, again, pretty tight model to market on both side and total here. Uh, but the two leans would be under and seventy-sixers. So I guess the bigger lean would be a Magic team total under. Okay, like the Magic team total under there. And by the way, Chip, we got a lot of comments in the chat. Based off your energy, Lance is gone, says Chip brought the energy and enthusiasm this morning. And Zach says, uh, you might want to market this, Chip. Zach says, I think Chip just cured my hangover. So I don't know if you can, can you bottle that and sell it? Because it's pretty awesome. Oh, hey, no, you you got to come here for that. All right. I, I'm not I, this is not an export. This is a you come to where the magic is made. Uh, if you are hungover on a Friday morning, 10 a.m. right here, uh, we, we can get you taken care of. That is exactly right. If you liked that chip me up to start the show, hit the like button for me. Uh, a lot of us are are in this in this chat and they're very active in the chat, which I absolutely love. But the one thing you're not doing is hitting the like button. So hit the like button for us. By the way, a, a game that I, I don't necessarily like, Mike McClure, this is a huge spread. Uh, again, odds powered by BetMGM. The Nuggets, and I understand the Nuggets aren't a very good road team, but seven and a half is a ton of points at the Celtics unless I'm missing something but but I, I do think most of the Nuggets players are playing in this one I understand how good the Celtics are at home but again seven and a half seems pretty extreme 233 and a half is the total any thoughts on this one yeah I think honestly the number is about right uh it's pretty wild how good Boston is especially uh on their home floor essentially looking to be perfect this season on their home floor the Nuggets have struggled there uh, as far as the injury report, Aaron Gordon is listed there. He's going to play, in my opinion. He's listed probable now, uh, was questionable, upgraded to probable. So I'm not really worried about that. Uh, I lean under in this one. I know taking NBA unders this year is absolutely terrifying uh, with the way that they're scoring. But 
the Nuggets play incredibly slow uh, in terms of pace of play. Boston has slowed down tremendously as well, just middle of the pack now. So this projects to be a below average pace of play. If the Nuggets are going to be competitive, they're going to have to play strong defense in this one. Could feel a little bit more like a playoff game. Don't really get to say that too often this early in the season. Uh, but if Denver wants to win this game, it'll feel more like the playoff environment. Um, so I would lean under here on this, 233 and a half, 234. I have it down to 229. Um, so that that's where I would be. I, I think the spread personally is about right. I believe it opened five and a half, moved to seven, seven and a half. Uh, if you started getting eight and a half, then I would be pretty interested in the Nuggets side. Okay, let's move along. We got one more NBA matchup before we bring Chip sort of back into the conversation with a marquee college basketball game. Indi- oh, that's that's Indiana, Wisconsin. We'll get that to that in a second. Suns at the Pelicans. Pelicans minus one and a half here at BetMGM, 236 and a half point total. It's, Mike, it's hard for me not to like the Pelicans. I mean, I've sort of been a bet against when it comes to the Suns ever since really they got Durant last year. And when you lose so many fundamental pieces, bench pieces, filler pieces, I just think it's a problem, especially when you're facing a Pelicans team that's been very good. What are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, this one is fascinating because both teams kind of have a big three and everyone is healthy. Uh, you know, to these teams, New Orleans, when they have everyone in and healthy and, and, you know, in a good rest situation, they're one of the better teams in the league. You could probably say the same thing about the Suns later in the season. Uh, so where I'm looking in this one actually is looking to the total going over. Uh, there is a lot of offensive firepower on the floor in this game. I don't think they're quite there defensively yet uh, on the Phoenix side. So if you like New Orleans, I would lean over. Uh, we've seen a bit of movement in the market on this one already. Open 234 up to 237. Uh, this is one that I've got closer to 239 still. So a lean on the uh, the over there, as far as the spread, it's really difficult to rate this Phoenix team because we haven't seen uh, a ton of action with these three playing together. And we know that they are more talented uh, than how they have played so far. So I am not touching the side here. Uh, I guess just the slightest of leans to Phoenix if it was going to get up to three. Uh, but it looks like we're trending the other direction down to one and a half here. So I'm going to stay off the uh, the side with lean over on the total. Okay, let's switch gears a little bit. By the way, William Torres says, I'm interested in soccer plays. Well, good news, William. We got a soccer play coming from Buckets in just a few minutes. But let's bring Chip into the conversation, Mike McClure. We got Indiana at Wisconsin. It's an 11.5-point spread. That's pretty heavy, but Wisconsin at home here, 8.30 start. It's a 142.5-point total. Now, Chip, I think you have an official play later in the show on this game, so perhaps you don't want to give that away. Any thoughts on this game before I kick it to Mike McClure? No, no, no. Fantastic tease. And that's how we get them sticking around till the very end. So, yes, I do have uh, a side here where I like it. So let's talk about the total. So we have a Wisconsin team that, as we know, um, you know, they are methodical with the way they run their offense. The possession is going to work the shot clock down. They're going to try to get the best shot possible. Sometimes it's Chucky Hepburn. Sometimes we find somebody else to be able to get it done. But if that's the case, how come the over has cashed in four out of the last five Wisconsin games? Some of it is the opponent. You go against Iowa, up-tempo team, Nebraska, up-tempo team. So then that's going to speed the Badgers up on both sides of the floor. This Indiana team, 
I think the reason we've seen this move down is they're just not that good. They're not a good free throw shooting team, which, you know, always factors into a college basketball total. Uh, They're not very good offensively. I mean, this is a mediocre team with like, you know, Mike Woodson and it's Indiana. McKenzie Mbako was a highly touted prospect. I just, you know, I, I kind of want to follow the trend, as my friend Akeem Dermish would say. The trend is your friend in terms of, you know, overs being seven and three for Wisconsin, four out of the last five. But I don't know if the Hoosiers can do their part to get us there. I I might follow the movement here. I might lean under, but that total seems uh, pretty good right now. Open 144 down to 142 and a half right now. And again, my best bet in this game is on the side. I'll give you that. Coming up in a little bit. Professional tease, uh, tease number two on this game, which I absolutely love. Now, Mike McClure, your model loves to diagnose improper totals, whether that be on the over or the under. How is it liking 142 and a half as a number here? Uh, we would lean under on this one, Sia. It was close to a play for me. So many of you know when I run college basketball numbers, we do it the night before. We're trying to bet opening lines Um this just missed the threshold by about a point. Uh, so I'm typically looking for market to my model, five points on a total. Uh, basically, two possessions is what I'm looking for in terms of a difference. We weren't quite there. When we had the 144 and a halfs, uh, I made this game 140. So it's still an under lean at 142 and a half. It's nice to see the market move in that direction. It wasn't quite strong enough. And many of you know, I'm very disciplined on Having that, I, I if it doesn't meet the threshold, I do not play it. If it does, I do play it. Uh, so I just missed out on it last night. Again, very encouraging to see the market move that way. Uh, as far as Indiana, though, I think this is a classic case of a team just having name value and always going to have a certain level of respect because this team is not any good. When you look at the way they rank in terms of offensive and defensive rating, they do not crack the top 100 in college basketball in either end of the floor. Chip mentioned the free throw shooting, one of the worst free throw shooting teams in college basketball right now as well. Uh, In fact, I have them ranked outside the top 300 in terms of free throw shooting, perhaps a reason why they are not hanging in some of those games. You know, they fell behind big time in their last game, made a great effort in the first five minutes of the second half, got it back to a respectable number, and then totally collapsed again here. So I like the under in this one. Wisconsin plays a lot slower, 300th in pace of play. Indiana wants to play a little quicker. It's not going to do them any favors trying to play quicker here. So I think because this game's at Wisconsin that their pace of play wins out here. I would lean under as the strongest play in this game. Very interesting. And and Tyler Liebel says, Indiana, Wisconsin, I've got the total of 143 and a half and Wisconsin winning by 13. A very specific diagnosis from Tyler. I wonder if it'll be consistent uh, with Chip Patterson's pick. Uh, Maybe, maybe not. We'll have to wait and see. I love that you got the total like right almost right on the number there. And it certainly uh, uh, certainly goes hand in hand with what Mike McClure said. By the way, uh, Raven Derelict, who joined us late. Thanks for joining us, by the way. He says great college picks yesterday, too. I took the five and a half on my alma mater, Northern Arizona, and hit it. Absolutely love that. David Tox says, good morning. See ya. Thanks for the golf. Uh, yeah, we hit that round matchup. We've only lost one round matchup so far on the year. So uh, those have been looking very, very good. Uh, Raven Ron says, Ravens covering minus nine and a half because all of the media disrespect. I've got a football pick later in the show as well. All right, if you want to make these bets, where 
do you make them? None other than BetMGM. New BetMGM customers can sign up today and get $158 in bonus bets. Just place your first wager of at least $5 and you will receive $158 instantly in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome with bonus code EDGE158. That's EDGE158. All right, you know who I miss? I miss Danny Brasco. I miss buckets quite a bit. So we got to bring them back. Uh, But before we do that, one quick message from our partners. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we are back on the early edge. Buckets is back with us with his gloves. Man, I I feel for you, man. I'm sure it's very cold. It's cold everywhere, basically, except for where I just moved from uh, South Florida, sunny Fort Fort Lauderdale, uh, where it's always sunny and warm. Danny Brasco back with us. Uh, buckets there have been people clamoring for soccer in the chat so i I feel like we got to go to you first so let's talk some soccer and clarify when this uh interesting matchup here clarify when this game is and give out your pick yeah i got you see uh this morning the afc asian cup experienced a shock that shook me to my very core as iraq beat the tournament favorites who were minus 800 in this game japan two to one Now, this is a reminder to a lot of the big favorites playing later today and later this week that they cannot slow down against some of these smaller nations because you lose. That's what happens. So right now at noon today, we have a really good matchup between Hong Kong hosting Iran. Iran, who are one of the bigger favorites in this competition, who are currently ranked 21st by FIFA International Ranking, will take on Hong Kong, who is 148th. The spread on this game is three and a half goals. This is expected to be an absolute slaughter here, but we have to be careful because as we saw with Japan, Not everything happens how we think it is going to go. This match takes place at noon this afternoon. And while I do like Iran on the team total, especially because they're one of these countries that plays better on the road, I'm actually going to be going with a first half wager here. I'm taking over one and a half goals in the first half at minus 105. If you want to take Iran team total over one and a half, that's plus 115. You can do that. With a lot of shocks going on in this tournament already, I would not be surprised if Hong Kong does find the score sheet. So just be careful when you're making that wager. All right. Careful indeed. Love the play. Uh, Let's see. Gloves, John Parker says. Did your heat get turned off? No, the heat's not working. Hasn't been turned off yet, although that's certainly potentially in play for buckets. You never know with buckets, right? That depends on the first half over. The first half over depends whether or not the heat's going to get cut off. Yeah, we got a lot riding uh, on this first half over, apparently. All right. You know what I'm going to do? People have been clamoring for my golf picks as well. This is only the second time I've done this on the early edge. Uh, And and I don't like to do it because it it looks like I'm just kind of regurgitating what I gave you yesterday. 
But don't forget, when I had Chris Kirk over Wyndham Clark yesterday, what did I say? Chris Kirk has been in great form. And I said, I think Wyndham Clark is slightly broken. I don't think he's focused. Maybe he's thinking about going off to live. There's some rumors there. But Wyndham Clark hasn't been good for somewhere between five and seven months. He, he won a major last year. He was excellent leading into that major. He just hasn't been very good since. And so I've got a matchup here in round two that is going to mirror the matchup in round one. And it's the same exact juice. I still like Chris Kirk over Wyndham Clark. So that's what I'm taking at minus 115. Listen, Kirk and Clark were on the easiest of the three courses. Don't forget, this is a course rotation thing. You've got La Quinta, you've got the Nicholas Tournament course, and you've got the stadium course. The easiest course is La Quinta. It paid over four strokes under par yesterday. That's the course that Wyndham Clark and Chris Kirk were on. Now, Chris Kirk wasn't very good, but he was two shots better than Wyndham Clark. And if I'm calling somebody somewhat broken or, or unfocused, and they're on the easiest course, and they're only two under, which is a very bad score on that course, then I think I'm right. You're probably still broken. So you're going to another easy course, but it's slightly more difficult than the course they played yesterday. I'll go against the broken guy again. I got Chris Kirk minus 115 over Wyndham Clark. Now let's move to the NFL. I've got a lot of sides. I've got maybe a total to consider, maybe some team totals to put in on Sportsline. The one play that I've already put in, and unfortunately, I don't know that I got the better number here because this was 38 and a half yesterday. So I waited a little too long. Maybe this ticks up to 41 and a half. Maybe it settles at 40 half. I, I'm not sure. I'm taking Dalton Kincaid's over. Now, Gabe Davis, he's trending, in my opinion, in the wrong direction. But if he ends up playing, I still think Dalton Kincaid can hit this. Obviously, they play different positions, but Gabe Davis in the game opens things up for maybe some non-Dalton Kincaid targets here. Dawson Knox, I'm not particularly worried about. When you look at Dalton Kincaid, what he's done over the last three games, I believe it's 59 yards, 87 yards, and 84 yards receiving. When you need a clutch target and a clutch reception, it is somewhat slightly Stefan Diggs, but he's in a tough matchup. Dalton Kincaid is that reliable target. We saw it when he played at Utah. He can catch stuff in traffic. He's going to be in the middle of the field, and there's a reason they drafted him 25th overall in the 2023 draft. It's for these moments. I think he's, by the way, he's averaging seven targets over the last three games. I think he gets another seven to eight targets. I think he catches four to five of them, and I think he exceeds this 40 and a half receiving yard total. So that's my play in that game. I may have a play uh, that I'll put up on Sportsline and that we'll talk about on our preview shows on Saturday and Sunday on the side in this game. And speaking of that, before we get to the rest of our picks, we've got a schedule this weekend that really mirrors our schedule last weekend to some degree. We are going to be doing the NFL Divisional Round kickoff show on Saturday for those two games at 3.30 Eastern Standard Time on this very channel. And then on Sunday, we got two more games to cover. So we've got our NFL kickoff show at 2 o'clock p.m. Again, 3.30 on Saturday. We'll have a team here talking about our picks and props, game flow, things of that nature, and, of course, the gem, things, fun things like that. And, again, we'll do it again on Sunday at 2 o'clock. All right. Enough of me talking. Let's finally get to some more picks. We still got Chip Patterson. We still got Danny Brasco. We still got Mike McClure to give out picks. But before we do that, one quick message from our partners. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right. It looks like some people got the Kincaid line at 38 and a half. David Talk was among them. And Bradley Jacobs, I guess before I even put this pick out, he got Kincaid at 40 and a half. So good job, everybody. We're looking at the same things here. All right, Danny Brasco, yesterday I was looking at you on this show and I heard you say, I've got some UFC picks that, A, you gave out yesterday, but some main card picks that you're giving out in the here and now. So let's talk to us about your picks. That's right, Sia. UFC 297 in Toronto. And the main event of the evening is a fascinating one. Sean Strickland taking on Drikus Duplessis. And guys, I'll say it straight up, kind of like Bucket says it, this line is wrong. Drikus should be the favorite, not Strickland. So we're taking the dog. Drikus Duplessis plus 120, uh, where I gave it out on Sportsline when I wrote up my articles. This line's on the move, so grab it now. I think it'll be closer to pick them by fight time. I think Drikus has more ways to win this fight. He can create chaos. He's very deceptive uh, with his range, his striking, and his ability to mix in his grappling. Sean Strickland is, is an interesting champion. After he upset Israel Adesanya, he's gained a ton of fans. He's very... Uh, popular for being brash and loudmouth and outspoken. Uh, but look at the kind of dynamic heading into this fight. Drikus actually got into Sean's head, bringing up some things that uh, we saw affected Sean emotionally, which is very rare. They've squashed that beef ahead of the fight, but it feels like Drikus is sort of acting like the champion and won the mental side of the fight. That's speculative. I don't want to look too much into the mental side. Technically, what I can say is Sean Strickland's, I would say, last eight opponents have all, have all fought in a technical kickboxing style. And that's the opponent that Strickland needs, right? He's a, a technical boxer. He fights behind that sort of modified Philly shell, parrying, staying in your face, staying right in range, quite out, you know, just outside for himself and never giving you space to breathe and keeping that boxing in your face. Drikus is a guy that's not going to just accept moving backward from Sean. And if he can keep Sean on his back foot and mix in the takedowns, I think he's going to have his way with him. So Drikus, I believe, is it's his time to be champion. Sean, interesting guy for sure. A uh, lot of uh, controversy surrounding his personality, but I think it's time for him to take the loss here and for Drikus to become champion. Next fight, I'm going to give you guys another underdog. And this guy is a straight junkyard dog. Arnold Allen, plus 160 is the pick here. He's taken on a good wrestler in Mobsar Evlev. But Evlev was a minus 700 favorite in his last fight against a scrappy jiu-jitsu player named Diego Lopez. And he was nearly submitted three times. On the third submission attempt, a brutal knee bar, Evloev just grimaced it out to the end of the round, but his knee popped, and he sustained a pretty bad injury. He's coming off knee surgery, and he's a guy that's going to need to wrestle to win. Allen is a scrappy, bruising, hard-nosed kickboxer. If Evloev's not able to take him down, he finds himself in, in a three-round scrap with Allen, I think this plus-160 line is going to look like a gift. So give me a guy in Arnold Allen that's coming off a war with Max Holloway. He's only gotten better, uh, even through his losses. So I like these two plus-money underdogs for UFC 297. See ya. Absolutely love it. Uh, by the way, there's some golf questions in the chat. Mark Buckholtz, uh, you're asking if, if you like the bets where you're betting an over-under on number of strokes in, in a in a round. I don't usually bet those. It's not that I don't like them. I usually just like focusing on, on head-to-head matchups there, especially with this three-course rotation. It's probably not the best time to uh, key in on that. 
All right, you, Mike McClure, I want to go to you because earlier in the chat, and I want you to answer this question before you get into your pick. Earlier in the chat, somebody was asking if your Australian Open picks um, in any manner are published on Sportsline or will be published on Sportsline. So A, answer that question, and B, good news, even if the answer is no, looks like you come to the early edge with Australian Open picks. So the floor is yours, my friend. Yes. So no Australian Open for me on the site with some of the start times that we deal with over there. Uh, I will be bringing them here to the early edge when I am on, but we have some other experts on the site uh, that are betting tennis over there. So I do not have anything on the site for the Australian Open, but I do have a play for you here tonight uh, in the Australian Open. We're backing the American Tommy Paul here, minus one and a half sets, minus 145 against Kekmanovic here. This is a matchup that Kekmanovic has actually had the better head-to-head record in, but I think this is a great spot to back Tommy Paul. First of all, we're on the hard court surface. That is definitely Tommy Paul's preferred surface. He's had a ton of success down in Australia in a semifinal appearance last year, but I really like the way his game matches up here. He's got a really big first serve. He's very, very strong in general. I think he's got the conditioning edge here. Uh, When you look at this point in the tournament, this is where what you have done getting to this point in the tournament starts to matter. The first match, second match, fine. But when you start to get to your third, fourth, and fifth match in a tournament, it means you're winning, obviously, to still be alive. But you have to start considering some of the conditioning and the physical toll it's taken on the body. When you look at these two players, Kekmanovic barely survived a five-setter, a very dramatic five-setter where he won in the final set tiebreaker uh, to get him here. In doing that so far, he has played 91 games in the last two matches. Uh, When you look at Tommy Paul, just 64 games needed to get through his first two matches here. He's got the power edge. He's got the conditioning. He's got the form really right now as well. Uh, But I think it's that big first serve. He's going to win probably 75 to 80 percent of his points on first serve. Don't see him getting broken much here. So for Kekmanovic to be super relative here, he's going to have to win tiebreakers, in my opinion. I don't see it happening. So I'm laying the minus one and a half sets. So basically what that means, Tommy Paul wins the match in either three or four sets. It does not go to a fifth set. Uh, But give me some Tommy Paul here, minus 145, as I think this could be another straight sets victory for him. Wow. Love that. Love that play. Love that we have some tennis picks on this show for the Australian Open. Uh, Buckets, I have gotten word, and you can either confirm or deny here, uh, that your heat has actually been turned back on. Can you confirm? Bam. Whoa. I will say this. My plays have been just a little bit cold this week, so I'm hoping that this is a sign that things are about to heat up for me. I'm feeling good about today. The Heat is on. If anybody in the chat can name the movie that that song, The Heat is on, debuted in from many, many, many years ago, I'd be very, very impressed. Try not to Google it. Just make guesses. Go ahead, Buckets. Is it the Goofy movie? Back in like the 90s? Here we go. No, (laughs) no, it's not. It's not the, I mean, honestly, you could, for the record, I don't know what that movie is and you could actually be right. I can't, I can't deny that 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 is uh, a correct answer, but the real correct answer, because I said, I used the word debut, John Frary, Bradley Jake, oh, Bradley Jacobs, uh, John Frary got it right. Tyler Liebel got it right. Uh, Let's see. Raven Derelict got it right. It's Beverly Hills Cop. So very impressive. Everybody, good job. Beverly Hills Cop, an extremely, extremely underrated movie. The Heat is on. Um, pretty good song from Glenn Fry. All right, Chip Patterson. 
We haven't heard from you in at least, I don't know, eight or nine minutes. And that's eight or nine minutes way too long. You gave us a professional tease on this Indiana-Wisconsin game. We got some people in the chat that I got to tell you, we're kind of leaning on Wisconsin here. Do you like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love to hear when Mike's able to come in and back up what my notion says, which is that Indiana stinks. That in the market, they get a lot of value again because Mike Woodson and Indiana and McKenzie and Baco. But look, the team that is on the floor playing the games has not been good and really has not been good when they are playing away from home. Uh, they have been road underdogs five times this season. They have covered just once. And Wisconsin, whoo boy, this has been a tough week of practice because it was one of their worst defensive performances of the entire season in that close loss against Penn State. They need to get right. And I think that this is going to be a great opportunity for them to do that. So Wisconsin, I will lay the 10 and a half right here. I do not think the Badgers are going to play as poorly as they did. Again, I think that the loss to Penn State was one of the three worst performances Wisconsin has had all season. They were riding on a hot wind streak. I think they get back to form and they're not going to have another game till Tuesday. You can pour it out. You're back in the Cole Center. I just see this as a spot where both of these teams, Indiana and Wisconsin, lost on Tuesday night. So which one do you think actually has the gas to get right? Is it the Indiana team that is like, not good? Or is it the Wisconsin team that for most of the last six weeks has really shown a high quality and a high form? Uh, I just trust Wisconsin a lot more here. I will lay the 10 and a half. If it's at 11, I would take that too. Uh, so I know that there's lots of different numbers out there. I got it in on Sportsline at 10 and a half, but I would take 11 as well. I like the Badgers to be able to cover the big number. All right. And Chip, I don't know if you have an answer to this, but Raving Derelict says, any tips on making a quick, get this, $32,000. I have some credit card debt I got to do something about. Well, I, I, I can't necessarily solve Raving Derelict's uh, question because putting 32000 on any of these bets is a, is a very uh, poor decision. But I will say this. I mean, I'm just saying you guys want golf picks. Sam Ryder right now, live bet. He's like seven shots back. He's 500 to one. Bo Hostler, who's got some game. He's 251. I'm just saying. Maybe maybe throw a buck on it just for fun. They could go uh, they could go very low at the La Quinta course today, and all of a sudden uh, be in the mix. I'm just th- I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, just just wanted to give Raving Derelict uh, some some advice on that 32k. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's take a look at the recap screen. What a show full of picks for this entire weekend. Hong Kong, Iran, first half over one and a half from my man Buckets, who is no longer wearing the gloves. Danny Brasco, fight night tomorrow. Duplessis money line plus 120 and Arnold Allen money line plus 160. Love all the plus prices we always get from Danny Brasco. And I've got Dalton Kincaid on Sunday, over 40 and a half receiving yards. The chat is a big fan of that one as well. Chris Kirk minus 115 over Wyndham Clark. We are running it back. Mike McClure, Tommy Paul minus one and a half sets at minus 145. And Chip Patterson tonight, Wisconsin minus 10 and a half at home against Indiana. Wow. That's a lot of picks. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, by the way, quick reminder, we are a, we are, we have been, I should say, we are, we have been nominated for sports of uh, best fantasy betting and gaming podcast. So check out the link in the description and vote for the early edge. Uh, again, to help us bring home the hardware, all you got to do is use the link in the description and go vote. Voting is open until January 28th. So hit the link and vote for the early edge. 
What a great show. I hope everybody has a great Friday. Again, we'll see you today, later today. First of all, on Inside the Lines, I believe at 12 o'clock. And then at 4 o'clock, we've got the prop show. Don't forget about the shows tomorrow at 3.30. Uh, that's on Saturday and at 2 o'clock on Sunday. So we will have your alerts on. These shows will keep popping up and we'll keep giving you as much information as possible. On behalf of Mike McClure, on behalf of Chip Patterson, Danny Brasco, Buckets. The heat is on, by the way. It's on the street. Uh, and on behalf of Jake the Snake on the ones and twos and the nines and tens, I am the counselor of cash. This is the early edge, and we rest our case. <laughs> <laughs>